Hello and welcome to the Indie Bites podcast, the show where I bring you short, bite-sized conversations in under 15 minutes with fellow indie hackers. Before we get into the episode, I'd like to thank Weekend Club for sponsoring the show. I had the founder, Charlie, on for the first episode of this very podcast. It's a community I'm personally a part of, and I'm going to use this opportunity to tell you why I love it. It has genuinely been the most helpful community of people for me as an indie hacker. Every Saturday, we have deep working sessions, sometimes joined by up to 30 bootstrappers. The Slack is one of the most active and enjoyable ones I've been in. And to top it all off, being a member gets you over 100 software discounts, stuff like Stripe, AWS, and so much more. If you've ever struggled meeting other solo founders and staying accountable, then this is for you. Even better, I've got a limited promo code for you for 50% off your first month. Go to weekendclub.co and enter IndieBytes as your code. I'd love you to join and I'll see you there next Saturday. Harry Dry is the founder of Marketing Examples, a fast-growing showcase of successful startup marketing stories. When I first spoke to Harry on the marketing mashup, probably over a year ago now, he was on about 5,000 subscribers, that's email subscribers, and about 1,000 in revenue. Now he's times that by six times with 30,000 email subscribers and 50,000 Twitter followers, which is an amazing growth story. And I've been thoroughly impressed with the work he's been doing, Harry, over the past year. So, Harry, I've given a little summary of marketing examples. How would you describe it? Good to be here, man. Marketing examples is examples of real world marketing. It does what it says on the tin. It's short, sweet and practical. I think the differentiator of just other like regular kind of marketing blogs is that they write for search engines. So they're trying to rank on Google. You know, they'll write a thousand words on a topic. And I think that often that can just be compressed into, into one image, into one sentence. So I try and make it as easy to consume as possible, as to the point as possible. That's marketing examples. Give me a few examples of the case studies that you've written on marketing examples. What, what are some of your favorites that you can think of off the top of your head? I wrote one in the early days about how Nike sold its first shoes, which was my first like bias breakthrough case study. This one took off a bit. It gave me, it gave me a big boost. That's, I, I guess the, the lesson there is that everyone focuses a lot on new channels to sell, to sell things like Instagram, Twitter. And yeah, that definitely works and has lots of relevance. But Nike sold their first thousand shoes just by going to athletic track meets and talking to the runners and selling to them face to face. And I think that in marketing now, that's really underappreciated. Just basically just making friends with people and then people buy from their friends. So if you're a runner and you get to the people who sell Nike shoes, you buy Nike shoes. So I think that's yeah something people don't do so much in marketing. I guess another one which did really was this copywriting tips piece. I, I, I think copywriting articles are just long and there's no real examples. And I was just proud of it because I took a course in copywriting, read about four books in copywriting, blah, blah, blah. And I turned all of that into just 17 kind of images which is why i like it because it was just the old i think arsene wenger's got this line the golden life should be to do something so it becomes an art form and uh sounds pretentious to say it but with that one article it was the closest i'll get to being like uh, arsene wenger i think in marketing I, you said that quite nonchalantly, but I think that sums up very much what marketing examples is. You said you read four books, you did copywriting courses just to write this one case study or, or marketing examples issue. That just shows the level of quality you hold yourself to for each of them. Now tell me, when you first started marketing examples, where did you come up with the idea? How did it originate? I was working for a web development company in London and grinding away. You know what it's like. 
and I wanted to start up something I was never I never really wanted to be working for a business I feel like that every sort of indie hacker has got the perfect product for them to start but it's based around their like equation so you've got all these little things go into your equation that spits out the product for you so in my equation it was like I don't really want to make a lot of money because if you're trying to make a lot of money, that means that you're probably going to end up failing. So I wanted to just do something which was probably going to work. So safe. Another thing in my equation is like, I really love marketing. So that's in my equation. Another thing in my equation is I can code a little bit, but I'm not too good at coding. So probably not the best to try and start up a, a, a really complex SaaS because I'm just not good enough to do that. And then another thing in my equation is that like I'm working for this company. So I can't really put that much time in right now. I didn't have enough money to leave. So you can combine all these different little factors going into you. And for me, it was just like, all right, good enough at marketing. I can't do much in other time. Let's write, let's write marketing articles. And then I could write them on the weekends, promote them. But there's a lot of people writing marketing articles, but marketing websites tend to suck really. So I thought that with my coding and my design, I was good at designs. I, I could make this website, which was like more than a marketing blog. That's where the idea came from. I didn't think many people were doing it and went from there. Now you've got the audience of 50,000 Twitter followers and 30,000 email subscribers. What does a revenue look like for something like that? So at the minute, I just make money from sponsors. So there's no kind of monetization of the audience, which has been really good in a way because I think that most people in my shoes will have cashed out by now they'd have like tried to be like all right I got this audience let's sell something but it only gets easier the longer you go actually I've given a really long answer revenue is free three thousand dollars right now <laughs> uh paid from Ahrefs, which I'm grateful for I'd probably say you could get more for the audience you have and the the price you're charging them but fantastic you're making three three k a month for it and if we're talking about that big audience you have, not many people will have an audience that size. How did you get your first 100 subscribers? Wow. I had seven articles or something like that when I launched. And then I started just promoting them one by one. And I would try and write a new one every couple of days. So I remember the first kind of little breakthrough I had was I wrote one about Nomad List and their long tail SEO strategy. I think I might have shared it in a Telegram group or something like that and, and on Twitter. But I think he saw it in a Telegram group, the founder of Nomadless, Peter Levels, like indie hackers will know him, you know, Indie Hacker Podcast. And he he shared it on his social media. And I had about maybe 50 subscribers from that. And then also I get I did a bunch of stuff before marketing examples, which which probably got me another 50. I don't really want to go down this route, but I wrote like a long story about um dating site for Kanye West fans. Uh, and I've just been on the Indie Hackers for ages. Indie Hackers is the best way to get, it depends what product you got, but if your product's got a crossover, Indie Hackers is the best place to get early users. So combination of those things, really. That's great. And I, I will make sure I put a link to the Kanye story in the description because you've made a nice site for that, which explains the story really nicely. So with, with those first 100 subscribers, you're getting a little bit of momentum how and when did you get your first revenue and your first sponsor? Because it's not like usual, like SaaS products where you can get revenue, start building mm -hmm. on it. You have to have an audience to be able to pitch to a sponsor. Yeah, I think my lesson in the whole Indie Hackers journey and whatever, whatever it is, is just make a lot of friends is the thing I would say. And, and not network. Network's the wrong way of looking at it. Make friends. So I did a talk about this Kanye West thing we're alluding to. And in the audience, there was the head of marketing at Email Octopus or CMO, something like that. We just walked back home that night together and chatted about like cricket and just English stuff. 
then I from the back of that I started using email octopus as an email provider and I, I think Tom believed in me a bit so when I had I think a thousand email subscribers I emailed Tom and said like I've got a thousand subscribers now but take a chance on this and in three months time it'll be like four thousand Tom did and then the day email octopus paid they were my first sponsor and the day they paid I left my job on the same day and it was 800 I think it was maybe 600 pounds actually for a month at the start not much but I just believe that 600 would turn into more over time you've built up an audience of a thousand people before you've got that and I don't think a lot of people realize that there's a lot of work that's gone into that just quickly going back to you saying you had you launched seven articles did you write the seven articles before you launch you wanted to make it a thing where if people landed on marketing examples they would have the seven to choose from rather than a normal blog where someone starts and they do one article is that how you wanted it to play out yeah but you know what i don't actually think that mattered because in hindsight i might have just started with one because then i could have basically you mark you write the article you promote the article you write the article you promote the article so I started with seven. I started with seven for the idea being that like I could tweet about it. But that initial thing we overvalue in our head. You, you want to build up a base before you actually launch properly. Yeah. And I'd consider you an expert on Twitter, Harry. When we had our conversation on Martin's examples back on the, the previous podcast, we could have literally spoken for hours about Twitter. You've now got 50,000 followers. What did it take to grow a Twitter audience so large over the year and a bit you've been doing it? Gee, uh, you know what? There's lots of different ways of answering this question. That's like going into super detail, which we did last time, I suppose. But really what it is that I make really good digestible tips, which are so easy to consume and pe people like them. There's, I had no real advantages when I started Twitter. No one was retweeting my content, nothing like that. It was just great content. I, I condensed stuff, which is normally in articles into something you could consume in 20 seconds scrolling through twitter i took a format which was like longer form and made it digestible so if you could give me three bits of advice of growing a twitter audience what would they be what advice i would actually say is uh write useful dms to people don't be one of those dicks who just like replies on their everything and like ats people just to get people to share your stuff engage with people on direct message like off twitter and make friends is the most important thing second thing is pick a niche if you're writing about marketing no one wants to know about your cricket match you've got to stick to your lane unfortunately on twitter get known for something that's number two number three is fit your content onto twitter and not the other way around so like i'm writing articles these days which are I write them for a newsletter, but I know in the back of my mind, these things are going onto Twitter. You can't shove something. You can't force it on. That's what I see people doing all the time. They're trying to force something on. It's got to be built for the platform. What's been your biggest struggle, would you say, or biggest challenge building Martin examples? I think that for me, my biggest struggle has been nothing to do with marketing examples. It's just been working for yourself. It's tricky. Like I'd go to the cafe every day and they're like my best friends you know it's something which is hard for all of indie hackers i think uh, especially if you work for yourself and it's something which doesn't probably get enough airtime. but like the site runs itself it's just that the hard thing is like uh, real life people you miss that's the struggle yeah i i think that's a, a really common thing with indie hackers especially those that have started to to get success with their projects and they leave their full-time job how do they stay committed to working on it 
what have you found you've done that has helped you with that? Honestly, just something I haven't worked out at all. If I had the answers, I have no answers for that. And it's still something I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I think that it's the thing probably at the most forefront of my mind that is like, how do you work it out? I don't know. Uh, I, I think that's a, a sensible answer. No one has the answers to all of this. You, in the last few weeks, have added a personal touch to marketing examples. It's now called Harry's Marketing Examples. Talk me through why you made that decision. People buy from people. Let's say Growth Hackers launches a product. No one cares. No one supports them. Let's say Wes Boss launches a product. Everyone cares. Everyone supports him. It's that simple. People support people. People don't care about brands. Just... Oh, great answer. And I, I said we, I put this in the show notes, but Harry, talk me through the Kanye story in 30 seconds of less. Your time starts now. All right. So I'm lying in bed and I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I see a Donald Trump dating app online and I think, that oh, damn, I love Kanye West. So let's do that. Signed up, easy dating domain, made it, made a dating site. <laughs> Kanye West sounds, it went viral. Um, losing my mind. My dad comes in. I'm like, get out, dad. The site's crashed. Um, put it up again three days later from help from indie hackers people. Get loads of users go on a real life date later from it. Site's doing great. Site then starts not doing so great because I have no idea what I'm doing from a marketing perspective. I realized that all I had to do was get in contact with Kanye West because it was the only way out of this mess. So I took up some billboards around the world, tried to get Kanye to phone me and back the idea. He doesn't back me, um, but it's a cool story all the same. And that's it. Great. All right. And you can read the in-depth story. At, was it the Kanye story.com? Yeah, the Kanye. Yeah. Well, I think that was a fantastic effort. But Harry, you've been a fantastic guest as always. Really insightful. We're going to end on some quick fire questions that I ask every single guest. I want to know, first of all, what's your favorite book? uh man's search for meaning by victor frankl perfect and your favorite podcast i i, I listen to the i would say ifl tv is my favorite source of audio it's a boxing channel what indie hacker do you admire slash who should people follow so many actually who i like i'll go with pat Wolves because i think that he's not false in any way that's why i like pat Wolves. final question what are you most excited about for the future harry marriage and relationships most exciting thing in the world biggest decision we'll all make in our lives and it's like the partner you end up with that's the most exciting thing in, in the world right superb answer harry you've been a fantastic guest mate thank you so much for joining i'll leave links to everything we discussed in this episode in the show notes have a good evening pleasure thanks a lot thank you so much for listening to this episode of indie bites i've got some more fantastic episodes lined up for you including the founder of indie hackers themselves Cortland allen to make sure you don't miss out on that episode, head over to IndieBytes.co and subscribe to the mailing list. If you enjoyed this episode with Harry, I'd love you to leave a review on iTunes. It really does help the podcast grow. Finally, a huge thanks to Charlie and Weekend Club for sponsoring IndieBytes. You'll find a link along with a code to sign up in the show notes. That's all from me. Enjoy the rest of your day.